Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring! Uh, hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. I am Rhys Waters. I am a new Canadian who uh, is trying to explain that it is not. It is an ironic title and I have tricked you. But with me is Jesse Harley who believes it is not an ironic title and thinks politics is in fact boring in canada incredibly boring uh and reese is here learning through teaching me uh against my will kicking and screaming reese uh what do you got uh, what do you have to teach me today do you believe in magic uh i used to be a magician when like i was real, younger real magic not like yeah real, well not illusion <clears throat> illusion and not illusion magic but not actual tricks and illusions real no, magic well you know, uh, like 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 um i don't know um, reanimating a corpse with magic powers, that kind of magic. No, I'd have to say as much fun as it would be to have that belief. Cause I can only imagine the other things I would also believe in. Um, no, I, I do not believe in actual magic. Question two. Do you, have you oh, ever heard of Mackenzie King? That actually sounds familiar, but, uh, I'm going to go with no, I not don't to be confused about not to be confused with Mackenzie Crook, who is the skinny guy in the <clears> British <throat> office the Ricky Gervais show, and was also in the um, uh, Pirates of the okay. Caribbean franchise. Right. He was good. No, uh, I, no, I'm... 
<laughs> not not familiar. Okay. Where's the, I'm loving where this is going now. Okay. So, so <clears throat> Mackenzie King was Canada's longest serving prime minister. Uh, wow. How many years? He served from 1921 to 1926, 1926 to 1930, and 1935 to 1948. Now, I don't know how much that is in total. I couldn't be bothered to work it out, but added it up. And, you'll, and that much. It was that much. <clears throat> Any of our audience members who are good at, I was going to say math, but realistically, counting, uh, just let us know and then <laughs> send us a tweet. See, <laughs> you call it math, I call it maths, because I'm British. Oh, Right, because there's more than one yeah. type. It's, yeah, there's loads, there's loads of numbers. <laughs> an infa- there's, there's an infinite amount of them. So There's numbers. <laughs> there's only one math. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he um, he's quite famous for having... It's not, like, it's not like you say like two plus two equals four. Okay, that's one math. Like <laughs> two times two <laughs> is four. That's another math. Okay, we've got two maths now. How many maths are there out there? It's like... <laughs> No, <clears throat> sorry, I'm I'm totally going off track. Tell no. us about the magic. I mean, you can <laughs> you can consider him a successful prime minister, and he you know Mackenzie King, Mackenzie King. You know, he he got reelected three times. He he saw right. Canada through World War Two, and he was known for being like a master strategist. He was able to 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 read the tone and the mood of people. Uh, way better than other politicians. And this was before polls and everything. You had to kind of lead with your gut or what you could observe the best you could. So, right. and but he had a double life. He had this whole other secret life and side oh to him. God, please but, tell me he was a street magician. No, no, no. It's, it's, no. it's crazier <laughs> than that. So he, he basically... Uh, 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 the public persona was in control, master strategist, but behind the scenes, and I'm going to, this is from Christopher Dummett um, from Trent University. He wrote a book called Unbuttoned, a history of Mackenzie King's secret life. And this is how he described him. Canada's greatest prime minister was a mama's boy. Not only that, he was a sexually repressed, hypocritical, spiritualism practicing, guilt-ridden, prostitute visiting mama's boy. I like where this is going. So, all right. So, I think him and I would get along very well. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> he had he had some deep um, mother issues, and the quote from him was, "I have met no woman so true and lovely a woman in every way as my mother." So he was kind of like he never. Well, that's nice though. That's that's sweet. But if you're his wife, you know, it's a bit like, "What about me? You married me? I'm supposed to be like your number one gal." Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, and and when she died, when his mother died, he was. Uh, very much, he never quite got over it. And um, you go into like this, this, I'm going to just read this um, straight from the article that I pulled it from. In 1924, King received a six-month-old Irish terrier puppy he named Pat. He doted on the dog, reading to it, sharing his nighttime snacks of oatmeal cookies and Ovaltine. In time, oh, Ovaltine. I used to have Ovaltine yeah. when I was a kid. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. <clears throat> in is that strictly a Canadian thing? Have you ever had Ovaltine? That's, 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 that's in the UK too. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Sorry for. No, it's fine. Aside. I'm glad. I'm glad you like Ovaltine. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Canadian politics brought to you by Ovaltine. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, in time, he would come to interpret the dog as being inhabited by the spirit of his late mother, and Pat's licks oh, to be hers. So. And I don't know. I don't know. And to be and to what? Pat's what was licks the last part? to be hers. Now I've never been licked. Pat? 
Pat was the name Pat of was the name of the dog. dog. Yeah, but I, and also Pat's licks were would be. So I don't know if his mother licked him. Okay, and he <laughs> he postponed a wartime cabinet meeting as the dog was about to die in the forties and sang "Safe in the Arms of Jesus" to Pat as he took leave of the mortal world. Um. And it's okay. He just has to get another pet, and his mother will go into that too. But it's, but it's, but it's okay. But it's okay because he was able to communicate with Pat from the spirit world even after he died, and he then replaced Pat with Pat two and Pat three. <laughs> Which his mother inhabited? I I I guess you yeah you know it's like did he call his mother Pat? Why didn't he just call? What if it, if why didn't he just name the dog after his mother? That'd be like just deciding to call your mother by a different name. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, that'd be it's, weird, right? It's like Ghostbusters Two, where they try and put the old guy in the baby from the painting. Um, you know, <laughs> bring me a new dog, and then they did like a ceremony, and his mother's ghost went into the dog. <laughs> oh, did he? Did he actually do these ceremonies? To get I don't the- know. It'd be it'd be so. If if we ever we should do a TV show, is a biography about him where he is kind of like Ghostbusters. Because you were talking about Ghostbusters. Like- magic at the beginning of this where's, yeah, where's that falling so people believed his perception and like ability to sense the mood of the country was was like kind of uncanny and he actually used to have visions at night so he'd wake up in the morning he'd summon his personal secretary and then he would get them to write down and he'd kind of tell them about these visions and then that would be sent to a fortune teller to translate that dream and then they would send him back what he should do and that's what he was using um on some level to guide oh his political God. decisions. So tea leaves, Are you kidding? seances, communications with the great beyond. And that's what he uses. <laughs> that's what he's using his political polls on like how he should act and what he should do as, as prime minister. Are you kidding? No, <laughs> but he was really successful and it worked somehow. He was just like the luckiest so person. He would, ever. Have, he would have dreams. He would then bring in his secretary to write down. He's like, first to wake up first thing in the morning. Oh, my God. His mother, the dog, was next to him. He, his like, mother, the Colin, dog. <laughs> Colin, his assistant, who like, come in quick. I had a dream. And then she'd write down whatever his weird dream was. And then they'd send that off to his personal fortune teller who would then interpret what his dream meant and what he needed to do for the country, which bizarrely turned out to be pretty good advice yeah it kind of worked because he was he was prime minister three times and like he was pretty seen as like relatively successful you've got to be kidding me this kid i don't i I don't know whether i don't know like whether he he was probably really smart and also he was known for taking his time to make decisions so i think i think yeah but he wasn't making the decisions the fortune teller was i, I don't think it was just that i think that was kind of like <laughs> that was influencing but i don't think it was the sole thing but it's still weird it's bizarre but of course this, this was all secret there's no way this i mean but this was really popular at the time the whole spiritualism was a big deal and people were like trying to speak to the dead and ouija boards were like a big thing that were going on behind the scenes but people tended right. to not talk about them or i mean he would he wouldn't have got re-elected if, if this was got out is you know at the time Imagine, imagine if... It would not have, he would not have gotten re-elected, even I don't though it was as popular I, as it was? Well, people were more religious back then. Imagine if, if he was believed that his mother's dead spirit in, was inhabiting a small Irish terrier and <laughs> and he was talking to dead people for advice on, on like, policy and uh, new, well, new on. laws. Well, hold on, when was he talking to dead people for he'd, advice? He'd, have, he'd take part in seances. 
and why did you tell me about that and he called it the great beyond as in like the afterlife and would try and communicate with them so they'd hold you know everyone would sit around the psychic would be there they'd try and communicate whether it was like a ouija board or whatever or reading tea leaves or all these things that people do to speak to dead people in a ambiguous uh way that allows you to believe it without ever proving Who was it he talking to I don't know. I didn't. Johnny McDonald's father, the unsuccessful merchant. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was being guided by the by the drunken fathers of Confederation. You never know, right? <laughs> yeah. But the, oh my god! But there's a real twist to this because he. I'd like to see this as like a short film where it great, starts it? off, like it starts off as a séance, right? You don't know anybody's names, and they're all just sitting around, and the lights dim, and a fortune teller comes in, and they like put on some spooky music, light some candles, and they'll hold hands, right? And and they have the seance, and they ask the main guy, and what was his name? I keep forgetting his, his name. is Mackenzie King. Mackenzie. So they just call him Mackenzie. They don't have to say his full name. Mackenzie, you, who would you wish to speak with? And it's like, I'd like to speak with John. And, you know, they do the whole seance. And like, John, what should I do? And like, oh, you need to increase taxes. And then it turns out, it's like, it's Mackenzie King. He goes and he's reelected, and that's the end of the short film. And then it ends with, this was a true story. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's like, right. but, but I, I kind of I love the idea that like he he was having visions and he'd wake up and then like imagine being that personal secretary who was like he's like oh he's, God, oh God, he's, he's, me? he's ringing that bloody bell again <laughs> he's had another vision I've got to go up there I've got to write all this down and I've got to I don't even send it off to anyone I just do it myself <laughs> and then and then you know. <laughs> And then things things happen on a night. Did you send it off to my fortune teller? Oh yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You they, bet. You you bet. They said you need Why to give they? me a pay rise and double my holidays. <laughs> and then I don't have to wear pants anymore. Exactly. And then uh, uh, this guy's reelected three times. Yeah, the longest serving prime minister in Canadian history. And this is uh, this was. His, what does that say about the population of Canada more than they didn't know? Like they the, didn't know about this. All they saw was someone who seemed to know what they were talking about. He probably genuinely believed in what he was saying and would like didn't. Of course he did. Because 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 he believed it. So he <clears throat> yeah. thought he was doing the right thing and that the messages from the dead were the right course of action to govern the living. So who are we to judge? Maybe we should hold a seance and summon Mackenzie King. And ask him for advice. Yeah. On who... No, that'd be weird. It'd be like a weird Inception sort of thing. We're like... We'd have to we'd have to kind of like do a seance and get Mackenzie King to come to the seance and then ask Mackenzie King who he would ask and then have him summon that person during the same seance and then ask for advice from like his dog. You know, know. you know like those terrible That's, Hollywood movies where like... The, like, the, somebody like a family member dies and then they they suddenly they're inhabiting like a porcelain statue or a snowman or a cat or something and uh, <laughs> they've got to like solve a crime or something and and you know save save somebody's life or bring a family back together um even though they're now an inanimate object or a small mammal i love the idea of Mackenzie king returning to our time in the form of like a cat or a dog and have to be a dog. Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> and with the sole purpose of of kind of guiding Justin Trudeau during a, a time of crisis. 
And he comes out to the public you know, once again, like, you know, brushes his, his hair back out of his eyes. Like, don't worry, I've spoken with the dog. We know just what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, this lockdown's really affecting him. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so uh, the, 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 the crazy thing is, is that he was famous for being really good at seeing ahead and making strategic decisions, but he made one really bad mistake. What was that? In um, 1937, he met Adolf Hitler in Berlin. Um, really? Yeah. And after after um, spending time... Met him as in went to meet him? Yeah, this was before World War II. He was the leader of Germany, so... They, 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 they didn't really know all the, the bad stuff that was going on. and They just knew he was a good painter. Yeah, they, well, an average yeah. average painter. <laughs> average, sorry. Below average painter. He didn't, Below. Un- <laughs> he didn't understand perspective, so he was never going to be a good painter. In more ways than one. Yeah, exactly. But when, <laughs> he, he didn't understand perspective, but wasn't willing to lower himself to the abstract uh, style, so um, he was doomed. So he, very few <laughs> career choices in the art world. <laughs> So um, he met Adolf Hitler, and this is the quote. He believed Hitler was a man of deep sincerity and a genuine patriot. More than that, Hitler owned a very nice, sweet smile, and his eyes had a liquid quality, which indicates keen perception and profound sympathy. So it was around that time he kind of lost his touch, let's say. (laughs) The dead were giving him bad advice at that point. Right, yeah. Of course. So, but yeah, apart from that, he did pretty well. Uh, apart from completely misjudging Hitler. So, aside from mis aside from misjudging Hitler, thinking Hitler was a sweet, caring, sympathetic man. He says Hitler had a sweet smile and a liquid quality to his eyes. Um, a liquid quality. Now that makes me think about those Nazis in the Last Crusade when their eyes melt. They had a liquid right. quality to their eyes, but they drank from the wrong cup. So, <laughs> so they melted so, just to be just be a skull. And uh, I, I let my I let my kids watch that, and they had horrible nightmares. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> the man's face melts while he's still alive. It's not fun for children. They, so, just to sum up, Mackenzie King, aside from thinking his mother was a dog, holding seances to talk to dead people to get advice, interpreting his dreams with a fortune teller to find out how he should run the country, and thinking Hitler was a pretty swell guy, he was actually a fairly decent uh, prime minister. Does that, does that sum up? I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's quirky, I'll give you that, but, you know, See, I, 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 think there I, worse, gonna... I think there are worse people to run countries. <laughs> I gotta say, so, so far... To show me that Canadian politics is not boring, you've been pulling out all the stops by sh- by pretty much just talking about insane people, drunks, and insane drunks, which is fun no matter what the context you're talking about. So, I want to see if you, I want to see if you can talk about something that doesn't have to do with insane people, drunks, or insane drunks that could still hold my attention. I don't like. I'm loving these stories of crazy, crazy people. <laughs> I am. But uh, I don't know, Ben. That's uh, you're going to run out eventually, I think. Okay, I'll t- 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 <laughs> tell you what. Next episode will not be about cre- a crazy drunk person or um, a drunk person being crazy or um, just a crazy just person. A crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It it will be about. It won't even be about a person. It'll be something uh, more abstract. How about that? Okay. And I'll, I'll, yeah. And I'll still make you like it. That's that's my I, that's my challenge. All right, challenge accepted. Cool. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. 
Thank you so much for putting us in your ear holes just the way you like it. Uh, thanks for listening to the We've got to stop saying that. It's right quite disturbing. That's why I said I like. <laughs> <Okay>. well, <laughs> That's um, my seg. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just want to say I'm sorry. And we didn't we didn't discuss this before he said it, and we never do. So, thanks for listening. Despite this, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Thank I'll see you next episode. Bye. So everybody knows that social media is evil, and it is the work of the devil. So uh, <laughs> naturally, we're drawn to it. So we're on Twitter. Uh, you can you can follow us at at CPB podcast, which is awful, but we couldn't all that was left. All that was left. They wouldn't let us do the whole thing. CPB Canadian Politics Boring Podcast. Canadian C- Politics Boring Podcast. podcast. Yes, CPB at, Podcast yeah. at Twitter. And, and, and so Super far, easy have, to find. <laughs> we don't have many followers, but we are following lots of politicians, and we're going to actively take part in uh, arguments. We're gonna uh, shame people. Oh my god! People. Yes. Oh my All god! Things, yeah, well, no. shame people. Um, we can. Um, <laughs> Why didn't I think of this? Yes, we're gonna do this. Oh my! Yes. I'm gonna start tonight. <laughs> yeah, let's just spread hate, negative feelings. Uh, we're gonna troll people. This, oh, this, there's just so much fun that can be had on on the um, social media platforms that dominate our our lives these days. And I, for one, I'm excited. Are you excited, Jesse? I'm I'm very excited. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. <laughs>